0: good tri-state area america all across the globe welcome to another edition of game face it's your boy face brown we're here in bravery studios here in new jersey behind the glass i got my boy marv the marvelous one we call him and uh so so let's let's just get into this uh phone line is eight nine three six two one nine five three six and uh well let's not waste any time with uh Antonio Brown, because uh, I, I don't know how this guy is playing. You tell me, how the hell is this guy playing with a pending rape case charged against him? You tell me. I mean, has it gotten this, this, uh, I mean, I mean, is, is, is it this bad now for us blue collared Americans? You know, a, a normal guy, a normal person like me or yourself. Because think about it, if either one of us, me, my producer, you know, God forbid, and and you should never be in that position in the first place, let's, but, you know, if we had charges of assault or rape, and this is just not sexual harassment, all right, this is rape and assault, okay, this is not, you know, oh, he touched me or he said something inappropriate, okay, Brittany Taylor, uh, the young lady who filed the charges Last Tuesday, uh, in southern Florida, Brown comes from Miami. He comes from the Miami area. So uh, she filed charges last Tuesday uh, for accusations of incidents that happened back in 2017 and 2018. And uh, it, it is amazing to me how the New England Patriots, a football team, a franchise, a sports franchise here in America, and just say, well, we didn't know about it. You know, uh, his agent didn't notify us. We didn't know anything about it before we signed him. Or we negotiated or we talked to him. And, you know, it, it, it is just amazing. Well, it's, it's just a civil suit. You know, this is not a, a federal case. This is not. So just because it's a civil suit, um, maybe it's not that big a deal. You know, you wonder why these players act the way they do. It's not all of them. I understand. It. It's not all of them. But we wonder why some of these players, with all their huge egos, you know, just, it is amazing to me. And, and the way I see it is that these franchises, they're enablers. That's what they are. They're enablers. They're willing to look the other way. No matter what what the issue is, no matter you know, what the incident, as long as that player can help them win. Because that's the only thing that matters now in America, right? Is that what you tell your kids? I mean, the only thing that matters is that you win. Morality is just thrown out the door. And it's a disgrace. It, it is a disgrace to see him in uniform playing with the New England Patriots Because that's a privilege. Do you understand? That's a privilege. And with all the other gaffes that he has had, Antonio Brown has had these past two years, the issues with Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. then the whole thing getting jealous of his fellow wide receiver when he was voted the most viable player when Juju was voted most viable player of the team by the Pittsburgh Steelers, this guy comes to practice the next day and knocks passes down. He refuses to participate. So every time they throw him the ball, he just knocks it down. I mean, just attitude. Nothing but attitude and disrespect toward his teammates and the franchise. Then he comes to the Raiders. That is a problem with his foot. Then there's a problem with his helmet. He can't wear the helmet. He's nothing but a big baby. And it is amazing. It is amazing how the NFL, with all the money, billions and billions of dollars, can just let players like this just do whatever they want. As long as we can put a winning project on the field. And you tune in and you pay your money through the gates to make Goodell and the rest of these owners rich will look the other way. And it is a disgrace. It's a disgrace. It really is. To see him out there in uniform catching passes from Tom Brady. What do you have? Four yards, four, recept- four receptions, 56 yards, and a TD. I could care less now Brittany Taylor, this young lady she is supposed to have a meeting with the NFL today so we'll check up on that later on but she is supposed to meet with the NFL to present her case and tell her side of the story Antonio's Brown cousin Antonio's cousin Marquise Brown It's supposed to be a witness. Now, if you don't know who Marquise Brown is, he's a wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. So, are we supposed to believe (laughs) that this guy is going to be objective for his cousin? He was a witness in one or two of these incidents. That's what's been reported. So, Are we supposed to believe that he is going to be objective? And he's going to tell everything straight down the middle? Give me a break. It's a disgrace. It really is. It's really a disgrace. See, the other incidents with Ray Rice, you had video. And that's the difference. When people can watch and see a human being knock out another human being or beat up or slap another human being, that makes a huge difference. Here, we have no video evidence. We have no video evidence. The same thing with Hunt. the Wide receiver... Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs with the tape in the hotel with him pushing and and kicking the young lady. That's video evidence. So as long as you don't have any video evidence, NFL says, okay, we're, we're cool. We're good. It's not a big deal. He's innocent until proven guilty. It's the American way. It's a damn disgrace. And the Patriots play the, the Jets next week, which they'll probably beat them. But I, to be honest with you guys, <laughs> I wouldn't watch the game because I feel like the Jets are going to get destroyed in that game. I wouldn't watch the game because I feel like it is, it is a disgrace for this man to be on the field. Until we know what happened. In those two incidents. With Brittany Taylor. Antonio Brown should not be playing NFL football. That is a privilege. I understand you're innocent until proven guilty. I understand that. But he should not be playing. But once again. Athletes entertainers, people with wealth, people who are not me and you, you see how the rules are. And all you're doing is enabling him. You're just enabling him. Players like Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham Jr., our old friend from the Giants, now with the Cleveland Browns, They'll be here tonight facing off against the Jets. Uh, you know, it's always something. Giants never, never straightened that kid out. From the first time he started acting up in the Giants uniform, they should have straightened him out, but they didn't. So it never ends. They'll keep trying to figure out what more can I get away with? What more can I get away with? Don't show up to practice. Run off the field because I can't drink water. I need an IV. Who in the hell ever heard of a damn athlete who can't drink water? Are you kidding me? I can't drink water, so I got to leave in the middle of the play and run all the way back into the locker room and get an IV for about 10 minutes. And when was he checked? Did they find him? Did they pull him to the side? Did they talk to him? Did the GM talk to him? Did Jerry Reese at the time do anything? Did they, I mean, it's, it's really out of control now. It really is. I mean, you have fans the last few years protesting and not watching NFL football. Because of the whole kneel situation, kneeling down situation with the African-American players in the NFL. The whole Colin Kaepernick situation. But you mean to tell me some of these same fans are willing to watch? Especially if you're New England Patriot fans. You're willing to watch and let this go by? This is not as as important. Someone getting... Accused of being raped That's not as important Or as offensive As somebody just you know taking a knee Because of once again Violence Different types of violence It's amazing Simply amazing And they're all a bunch of hypocrites Up in New England anyway Yeah I said it I said it. They'll boo A-Rod and hang A-Rod in a minute. But when Big Poppy names comes up in the, you know, a steroids list or a PED list, you know, we have nothing to say. When Julian Edmond, you know, you don't know about him, the wide receiver for the Patriots, Tested positive for PEDs. Last year was suspended for four games, but was allowed to play in the playoffs and became the Super Bowl MVP. Nobody said anything. Just amazing what these NFL players get away with. (laughs) It's just amazing. It's, It's amazing all across the board when you think about it. When you really think about it all across the board. PEDs, drug use, nobody says anything. Nobody reports anything. You're watching your screen and you'll see a little... Alert on the bottom, breaking news or whatever, and that's it. Nobody debates it. Nah, he took PEDs. No big deal. He'll be back. Did you do it in other sports and baseball? No, nah, it's blasphemy. That's the NFL. And when you're on top, like the NFL is, above all the other sports, like baseball and the NBA and hockey. Eh? I guess you can just uh, just do what you want. But it is a disgrace that Antonio Brown is, is, is playing. That, that, that is a disgrace. Total disgrace. And so disrespectful to a lot of females. I think. And like I said, he has to be proven guilty. He's innocent before proven guilty. I understand that, but... You have to admit, that—that that is, I mean, to see him just standing there and smugging at the end of the game, you know, doing the flex, you know, and, and then of course, after the game, he just takes off because I'm not accountable for anything. Why should I be? It's everybody else's fault. It's amazing. Simply Amazing. Other things that are going on in the NFL, yeah, it was pretty much a, a I wouldn't call it an, une, an uneventful week, too, because once again, we have a lot of key injuries. As I said last week, injuries are going to kill, kill, <laughs> it just really hurt this sport, especially at the quarterback position, especially the star quarterback position. You got Breeze out. It's just been reported Drew Breeze will be out. He just had an operation on that thumb or, or is having an operation on that thumb that he injured yesterday during the game against the Rams. So he's going to be out for seven weeks, the estimate. So Teddy Bridgewater, he'll take over those reins. You got the quartet of uh, Eagles players, wide receivers. Sean Jackson, he's out with a groin. Alshon Jeffries, He's out with a calf injury. Carson Wentz, he actually left the game under the concussion protocol. So, I mean, it it is just amazing. This is simply amazing. Uh, It's amazing. And Jernigan, uh, the uh, defensive end, he left the game, he left the stadium in a boot with his foot in a boot. The running back, he's hurt. He's in a sling can't make this up I mean injuries are just you know like I said I know it's a gladiator sport but they've got to look into these injuries and find a way to try to prevent them, or some way to just slow it down you know putting in new rule changes because that's our second topic Number is 863 621 9536. 862, sorry, 621 9536. Just call in. What do you think about Antonio Brown? Should he be playing? Or should he be benched? Until we figure out what happened with this young lady. We'll also talk about, as I said, the penalties, new rule changes, penalties in the NFL, which has gotten completely ridiculous and out of hand. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where you're watching a game, and I, I know I can always maybe speak for myself. You're watching a game, right? You see the kickoff. So the opposing team gets the kickoff. They run it back. He's at the twenty. He's at the. He's at the forty. He's at the fifty. He's at the sixty. And you're like, yeah, okay." He's like... Here comes the flag. And me personally, I'm at the point where I'm just anticipating this. I'm. In, I'm completely anticipating this. I'm checking for flags. You even hear the announcer. Uh, is there any flags? Checking for flags. No flags. That's a news flash. I mean, it is amazing. It is amazing <laughs> the amount of penalties. There's way too many penalties in this game. It's way too many. It's too many penalties. And I know the NFL is trying to do their best to protect their players. I understand that. But there are way too many penalties. Way too many. And I tell you what, that pushing the back, <laughs> that pushing the back on those runbacks, those punt returns, and those kickoffs are killers. Oh, they freaking killers. I mean, a kickoff return for a touchdown is like extinct now. It's extinct. They've taken it out of football, they've taken that excitement out of football. Deion Sanders, Brian Mitchell, Eric Metcalf. I mean, you couldn't wait. You couldn't anticipate seeing these guys receive the ball and run it back because you knew something special might happen. You can forget about that. That's gone. With these new rules implemented, you can forget about it. And of course, what they're telling you is we're doing it for the safety of the players. So if we're doing it for the safety of the players, how can you complain? You wanted to clean up the game. You wanted less injuries. So these new rules that have been implemented, protecting the center on the field goal attempts, and the Giants got burned yesterday. Well, of course, that was the only reason why the Giants lost. The Giants lost because they stink. Their coach stinks. And uh, if they're not careful, they could be heading into another long, miserable season. It could be like that for Giants fans again. But the rookie Dexter Lawrence, uh, the number 17 pick, the nose tackle, uh, when the score was 21-14 Buffalo, And the Giants make this huge stop, huge stop inside the 10-yard line or around the 10-yard line. On fourth down, Buffalo goes for the field goal, and Dexter Lawrence gets called for unnecessary roughness. So evidently, he hit the center. And the rule is the center has their head down, right? They have their head down. They're long snapping the ball for the field goal. So they're unprotected. They're completely unprotected. So you have to protect them. And the way the rule was, the way I interpreted it, was that you can't go over the top. Because you know how defensive players, they try to jump over the top, you know, and try to block, you know, block the field goal, block the kick. So the way I interpreted, or the way it was read, was that, you know, you can't come crashing into the, the center or go over the top, jump over, try to jump over the top and hit him in the head or whatever, that's a flag. That's a penalty. Well, in yesterday's game, Dexter Lawrence barely even brushed the center. If he touched the center, it was because he was pushed and, and probably grazed him on the way by. On the way by, he just maybe grazed him. And he threw a flag for that. That was huge. Oh, that was huge. Now, maybe the Giants would have lost the game anyway. But that was huge. That was huge. He barely touched them. Now Buffalo gets a first and goal inside the five, and you knew what was going to happen. At that point, I just turned my TV because I I was just watching NFL game day because we knew what was going to happen. They scored. It was 28-14, and that was game. So, um, once again, that was a huge call, and that was a bad call. It was a terrible call. It's one thing to protect the players, and I'm all for that. But that's just a terrible call in a huge spot of the game. You can't make that call. It's a horrible call. You barely touched him. Terrible call. Now obvious calls like in the NFC championship game last year, the Rams and the Saints, the pass interference that wasn't, that's completely different. Stevie Wonder could see that. All right. So that's 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 different. But some of these these oh, oh man. I I just Some of these penalties are just just mind-boggling. I mean, they really make you scratch your head. They really do. They make you scratch your head. And you can't even touch the quarterback. You can't even breathe on the quarterback now. If you tap him on the helmet, roughing the passer. If you hit him below or cut him under, roughing the passer. And the wide receivers as well. I mean, the game is designed for passing. And we all understand that. Anybody that watches the NFL, I know it's, it's pretty obvious. I don't feel like the running back is obsolete, as some experts say, because it's still football. You can still play the game of football. It's designed that way. Just because you implement a few rules and try to make it easier to pass it doesn't mean that you still can't run the football. And somebody should tell that to the Giants. Speaking of because that was another disgrace yesterday. As we spoke about that Bills game, that was another disgrace. And I have to wonder, how many times am I going to have to come come in this studio? (laughs) And how many times, Giant fans, am I going to have to come into this studio and bitch and moan about the Giants not having a pass rush? See, I've been bitching and moaning about this for years. Even when Jerry Reese was the GM. Before Gettleman came in. The Giants have always won Super Bowls. They've always had success running the football. Power football. Play action. Spreading the ball around. Throwing the scene pass to the tight ends. And getting pressure. Pass rush. Lawrence Taylor. Leonard Marshall. Carl Banks Jesse Armstead Michael Strahan Justin Tuck O.C. Umanura and the list goes on but lately or should I say since that last Super Bowl run in 2011 the Giants have completely completely abandoned the pass rush. And that is partially a huge part, I should say, not partially, but a huge part, why they stink. And they've done nothing but stink the last four or five years. They keep depending too much on defensive backs to try to cover these wide receivers, these tight ends, and these halfbacks releasing out into the backfield or releasing from the backfield and not depending on pressure. Now, Janoris Jenkins rabbit, the giants quarterback, I guess he went on a tirade yesterday after the game and said, you know what? It's not my fault. I don't have enough time to cover receivers. 10 seconds is way too long. We don't have a pass rush. And if we don't have a pass rush, how the hell am I supposed to cover a receiver? 10 seconds is too long. Brother, you're preaching to the choir. You're preaching to the choir. Now, I know I said this on last week's show for any of those who were watching. And I pressed this. I pressed it. The game is designed... Where you no longer have that shut down corner. That Deion Sanders, that Darrell Revis, they don't exist anymore. They don't. So if you're running a team and you're drafting and you're building a defense, the first, I mean, the first priority should be a pass rusher. You have to get pressure on the quarterback. You have to make the quarterback move their feet. I don't care how mobile they are. I don't care if it's it's Deshaun Watson. I don't care if it's Carson Wentz. I don't care who it is. Lamar Jackson, I don't care. You have to get pressure on the quarterback. You have to flush them out of the pocket. And I don't understand how these GMs who are getting paid all this money, especially here in New York with the Giants and the Jets, how they haven't figured that out. It is amazing to me. It is a shame that Giant and Jet fans have to sit through this mess year after year, season after season. It's a shame. They can't figure it out. They're making the big bucks. I can't figure it out. You want to put me in there? You want to hire me? And, of course, every fan and every expert thinks that they're a GM and that they're a manager. And I understand that. I understand that. For real. But it is so frustrating. It is so f- damn frustrating to sit there and know that your team, year after year, has the same deficiencies, the same deficiencies. And the upper management, the coaches, and the GM, and the owner, they're not doing anything to resolve it. I mean, the Giants defense stinks right now, they really stink. I mean, they had the Buffalo Bills looking like the, the Bills from the early '90s. I thought I was watching the K Gun with Jim Kelly and Andre Reed and and uh, uh, Lofton and Thurman Thomas and those guys. And I don't want to hear anything from. Oh well, they they slowed them down in the second half. They made adjustments. They slowed them down. The minute the Giants scored. Put that second touchdown on the board and made it 21 14. What did the defense do? They let him go right back down the field and march. March into the end zone. Right back. Now, once again, as I mentioned before, that call, that penalty call was ridiculous. And the Giants did stop them around the 10 yard line. But they did let Buffalo hold on to the ball for almost seven minutes. Seven minutes. All the momentum. This team cannot tackle. They cannot put any pressure on the quarterback. You drafted Dexter Lawrence at number 17 to be a run stopper. What good is it for him stopping the run on first and second down? And then when you have third and long, you don't have a pass rush. And they convert. is why every team that plays the Giants for the last two or three years go on these ridiculously long drives because every time they get to third and long, they can't put pressure on the quarterback. Ed Oliver was right there. Did you see him? Ed Oliver for the Bills? Did you see the interception? Did you see the pressure that he was putting on Eli Manning? And I was praying They either take Oliver. They could have took Allen. They had a number of pass rushes they could have took in number six. Instead, they went with the quarterback. (laughs) So now Daniel Jones is supposed to save the day. And this was my biggest fear. Because when you take a quarterback in number six, you have to play him. You don't take a quarterback at number six just to ride the bench. A red shirt, You don't do that. Not at number six, especially if your team stinks. So now I got to pop up every single article on my phone. I have to pop up or, or click every article, five or six articles. Now, now's the time for Daniel Jones. Giants are 0-2. Now's the time for Daniel Jones. I disagree. The season is still salvageable. You can salvage it. You can still salvage the season. They're 0 2. Next week they're at Tampa. They play Washington at home. Those are two winnable games. Shepard should be back. He'll have another weapon in wide receiver because he has no weapons right now, Eli Manning in the receiver court. That receiving court is a joke. When I heard that Golden Tate was suspended once again for PEDs, which nobody makes a big deal, a big deal about in football. Excuse me. Nobody makes a big deal about that in football. But that was huge. Because Golden Tate is their one playmaker in that wide receiving court. Yeah, you got Evan Ingram, who disappears. He's obviously being double teamed. Buffalo actually had a cornerback on this guy. Not a safety, a cornerback. Because they didn't care about the rest of the Giants receivers. So they put a cornerback on the tight end and took him out. After Saquon Barkley ran... Rough shot over these guys. Had me excited. Had me jumping up and down on the couch. They made their adjustments on that second drive. But Barkley was still getting his three, four yards here and there. There was a couple of runs he had one yard. Once they decided to take away those lanes. Bring eight men in the box like they did against the Jets last week. And the Giants still makes the same mistakes that they made when they played Dallas last week. The same mistakes. The same mistakes. Abandon the run. Completely abandon the run. Hand him the ball on first down. He gets one yard. Now we're gonna throw it. The next two downs. You have to find ways to get the ball into Barkley's hands. He is beyond dynamic. He is the ultimate playmaker. And if he was on any other team, any other team, if he was on Kansas City with Andy Reid and Mahomes, my God, you think they're good now? (laughs) You think they're good now? What do you do? Only pass for another, what, 400 yards yesterday? Patrick Mahomes? Imagine Saquon Barkley in that offense. Andy Reid would lose it. Andy Reid wouldn't even sleep at night. He'd be up all night just coming up with all types of plays. He's not just a great runner. He's a great receiver. He can catch the ball downfield. Why don't the Giants ever try to stretch the field with this kid? It is amazing. It's simply amazing. It is simply amazing. I mean, Pat Shermer just completely stinks. He freaking stinks. He stinks on ice. His play calling is so vanilla and so predictable. It is just—I mean, you, you can't really make it up. I mean, you got a brand new high-speed Ferrari, and you don't know how to to get it started. You don't know where to drive it. It is amazing. Like I said, this has been going on with me for, for years now. This is nothing new with the Giant fan. This is nothing new. This is nothing new with the Giant fan. It's the same garbage. No pass rush. Load up with defensive backs. Trade up in the draft. Get DeAndre Baker, who is struggling. Is struggling. Now, I understand he's a kid, he's a rookie, and it happens. Rookies do struggle. But it hurts to see Ed Oliver just running around looking like Lawrence Taylor when you could have had him because he's not struggling. (laughs) Is he struggling? No, I bet you he ain't struggling. I mean, you you just cannot make this up. You can't. Anyway, I'm just looking at these articles, Newsweek and all these other, "Ah, it's time for Daniel Jones. It's not time yet. You can still salvage the season. They're 0-2. They have a soft schedule the first half of the season. So you can still manage this. You can still save something. You can give the fans something to look at on Sunday afternoons. Not like they wouldn't be watching Daniel Jones because he is the future. Okay, It's obvious, he is the future, no doubt. But another losing season. It's just just not good. It's not good in giant land. I think Eli Manning has at least three or four more starts. If they split the next two games, Eli Manning will start. Because they could definitely beat Tampa. I know Tampa also has a, a very good defense like Buffalo and Dallas. And that's the challenge. You got Ty Bowles, our old friend Ty Bowles, over there running the defense for the Bucks and doing his thing. Something that he's very, I think, is a better fit for him, actually, than being a head coach. I just don't think he had the chops to be a head coach. I just don't think so. Big guy, but I don't think he had the chops. But you got Washington, who's 0-2. There's nothing to write home about. So you can't tell me the Giants can't win these next two games. Are you confident as a Giant fan? No. (laughs) You're not. You're probably not. But you can't tell me. It's not like they're playing the, the Pats or the Chiefs. So what do you think? Do you think Eli Manning should be benched? Or do you think we should just go with Daniel Jones? Like I said, the number is 862 621 9536. You can hit me up on Facebook Live. Want to hear from you guys. Giants, still a glimmer of hope. They can still salvage something. The other team, the Jets, uh, no. You know what? It's amazing. If you watched the show last week and I talked about the green cloud that covers the Jets, that dark green cloud, it's amazing. I leave the studio, I get home, and it gets worse. You can't make this up. You can't. I mean, you, you, you really cannot make this stuff up. I mean, mononucleosis. The quarterback gets mononucleosis. So now Darnold is now out you know, you have to be quarantined for this. So, uh, he's going to be out for at least, I would say, another three weeks. Three to four weeks. Some people are saying seven, eight. I don't think he's going to be out that long, Jet fans. I really don't. Consider this. They play the Browns tonight. Then they play New England. After that, they have a bye. A week four a bye. After that, they play... Uh, if I'm correct, the Eagles and then the Cowboys. I think he'll be back by that Eagles game. I really do. I think he'll definitely be back by the Cowboy game. But the Eagles game, Donnell will be back. I just, I just have a feeling. I don't think it's going to be as long. If it's that long, then that's not good for him. That's not good for him. I mean, you just, you just cannot make this up. Only the Jets. J-E-T-S Jets only us only the Jets You cannot pick this up oh boy you just can't and so now we got a new kicker that we just snatched off the streets it would be good to watch him line up and miss a 30 yarder 40 yarder oh just left he missed it inside the game. It'll be good to see that. We got Le'Veon Bell, who's not 100%. He's got a shoulder injury. X-rays, MRIs came out negative, but he's banged up. Not sure if he's, he's going to play or if he's going to be 100%. I mean, it's just... The beat just goes on. CJ Mosley... Add him to the beat. He'll be out with the groin. Oh, what about Williams? Quentin Williams. The big shot number two pick. Yeah, he'll be out. He hasn't done much of lately. Much of nothing since he's been here. And I was... I can't say I was disappointed in the Jets picking... Uh, Williams, but I would prefer if they had got a pure pass rusher. They're another team, no pass rush. None whatsoever. And the corners are a joke. Jermaine Johnson is stealing money. He's just stealing money. Must be nice. (laughs) It must be nice. Is that another hole, another holding call (laughs) on Tremaine Johnson? I mean, really, it's that bad. Ah, boy. Only the Jets. So tonight, Monday Night Football, the Jets will be taking on the Cleveland Browns, the big, bad, big, bad Cleveland Browns. And uh, already we got Odell Beckham chirping about what the Jets' defense did sometime of... uh, It is amazing. It's simply amazing. Can some of these players and these wide receivers just shut the hell up and play? Just shut their big mouths, show up on the field, and play? I don't tune in to watch you talk. I don't need to hear you talk. I just want to see you play. So you need to take a shot at the Jets to get your team pumped up? Really? Against the Jets? The Jets who are completely depleted? I mean, if you needed that to get up for the Jets, I mean, really, I mean, I mean, you really must be in bad shape. But the talent that the Browns have on that field, they should just be able to walk on that field and beat the Jets. As long as they execute and play to their potential, the Jets shouldn't have a chance tonight. By the third quarter, this game should be twenty eight to four or twenty eight to three or twenty eight to seven, whatever. Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield versus Trevor Simeon, really? <laughs> Nothing against Trevor Simeon, but come on. That dark green cloud is just getting darker and darker and greener and greener. It's amazing. You just cannot make this stuff up. Season's already over. Season's already over. If you're Jeff fan. It's already over. And Adam Gates doesn't have a clue. Already he's probably asking himself, what did I get myself into? Only the Jets. Only the Jets. Like I said, that game should not be close tonight. If it is, guess what? We've got problems in Cleveland. We've got major problems in Cleveland. And if I'm the Jets as well, (laughs) uh, I might want to start using the tight end a little bit more. Now they're starting tight end hurting. Once again, he's out. What's the word? PEDs, which nobody talks about. But he's out. So Simeon's not going to have a lot of targets. And if Bell's not playing, Robbie Anderson, maybe, you could double up or triple up on him. I mean, it's just, I mean, you just cannot make it up with the Jets. The Jets or the Giants this year. you just You just simply... You just can't, you can't make it up. Oh, and Anua, Quincy Anua. Oh, I forgot. We forgot about our friend, Quincy Anua, who's out for the season again. Again. With a neck injury. Done. Before the season even starts. Done. Their top receiver. Gone. Jets are gonna to have to decide what they're gonna do with this kid. And if I'm correct, his contract ends this year. He's on the final year of his contract. And what are they gonna do? Are they gonna to try to bring this guy back? He can't stay healthy. Only the Jets. Only the Jets. We got another 10 minutes, so I'll go around the league real quick. And for those who are watching or tuning in, I thank you so much. Once again, you're watching Game Face on YouTube television and Facebook Live. I'm your host, Face. And let's start off with uh, a few of the, the bigger games in week two. I'm not going to go through every single game. Uh, it was a pretty much a home-hum home, hum week for, uh, like I said, uh, the Patriots. Miami, they're not even a real team. So, I mean, really? You got the Packers. Rodgers threw, what, three touchdowns? They beat down Minnesota. You got the Cowboys. They beat Washington. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy over the Cowboys like everybody does in the media. You're not going to get that here. So if you're a Cowboy fan, you're wondering why the hell I haven't mentioned the Cowboys, well, get used to it, buddy. The only time I'm going to mention the Cowboys is unless I think they're actually a serious contending team. Because we've been through this before with the Cowboys. All right. So I'm not, I'm not drinking that Kool-Aid yet. They played the Giants. They played Washington. So let's see what the Cowboys do down the road before we start saying they're going to the Super Bowl. As you already, you're already getting that sense already from cow from uh, Cowboy Land, from Jerry Land. Oh, do cowboys! They two and O. Oh, Don't cowboys! You know, Dak this and, and, and Ezekiel this. Uh, calm down. They haven't won anything in 25 years. Relax, relax. Last night, the Falcons beat the Eagles, the 24 to 20. Uh, And like I said, a bunch of uh, injuries. It was like a triage for the Eagles. Sean Jackson out. Alshon Jeffrey out. A good win for the the Falcons, though. Uh, Way to bounce back after they look bad in in Minnesota. So, uh, good win for them. Uh, It was the Colts over the Titans. Now, the big news with that is Adam Vinatieri. And I mentioned this yesterday, uh, last week, people. Vinatieri. At some point, at some point, it's going to happen. And there's rumors going around that today he might just announce his retirement. So you got to stay tuned on that. But, you know, you can't be missing field goals and, 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 you know, extra points. That's automatic for him. And he cost them a game last week. They could have easily won that game last week had he made his field goals and extra points, so. Uh, but still, yesterday they managed to beat Tennessee. And uh, what a terrible loss. And that's a bad loss for Tennessee. That's still a bad loss for Tennessee. Think about it. You go into Cleveland, all right, you weather that storm and you beat the crap out of, out of the Browns. I mean, you just beat them to a pulp and then pump up your chest at the end of the game and said, you know, they, they were who we thought they were. And then you come home and lay, lay an egg to the Colts. <laughs> That's, a, that's not a good – that's a terrible loss for the Titans. Titans, you got to win that game. I'm sorry. You got to win that. So it was the Rams over the Saints 27-9. to and, and, look, I just felt like uh, – especially in the second half, the Rams just outplayed the Saints. It's as simple as that. Breeze went out. I mentioned earlier he's having an operation on that thumb. He'll be out for several weeks. Teddy Bridgewater will take the, the reins and uh, – I think the Saints will be all right. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I just think yesterday that was just a mountain. <laughs> that was just a mountain that was impossible to climb. I just think the Rams just had their number yesterday. I think the Rams just outplayed them. You know, Todd Gurley still doesn't look hundred percent to me. He scored a touchdown, had one rushing touchdown. I understand that. But um, you know, I, I just think they they were just outplayed. As simple as that. It happens. It happens. It doesn't mean they can't beat them if they see him down the road. You know, and as far as the, the bad call, the, the fumble, uh, the fumble by golf, <laughs> I know it's just, and, and, and you can hear it. You can hear it echoed all through the NFL. It was all on social media, all in the post games about them getting jerked on another bad call against the Rams. Hey, look, the same thing happened to the, in the Giants game. Okay? Where well, the Bills quarterback fumbled. Josh Allen fumbled it. But then the referee said they blew the whistle. So, hey, same thing happened in the Giants game. Not going to go and crazy over that. Hey, you just got to play better. Play better, and you'll beat them. So it was Seattle 28, Steelers 26. And right away, the Steelers are 0-2. Uh, the panic is probably starting to set in. Uh, you heard Deion Sanders uh, say last week uh, on uh, the NFL network that there's a possibility that Roethlisberger might retire. Now, he left this game. He had an injury uh, to his elbow, if I'm correct. He had an elbow injury. So he left the game. The backup came in. Didn't play bad. Uh, but Seattle, they really know how to win those type of games. So That's why I was, I was very cautious about taking uh, uh, the Steelers this week because Seattle they really really know how to win those types of games. So. So good win for Seattle. They're 2 and 0. Steelers 0 and 2. And like I said, Mike Tomlin is uh, I tell you what, he's just his teams have just not been good lately. I mean, it's just it's just it's getting worse and worse. They make the playoffs but they can't play. They, they I mean, there's certain teams they can't beat. New England owns them. I mean, it, I don't know. You might see some changes in Pittsburgh by the end of the year. Who knows? So um, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked about that. So uh, like I said, the Pats won the Chiefs. (laughs) And the Chiefs just keep scoring and scoring and scoring. Patrick Mahomes just throwing touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. And it's really, as far as I'm concerned, already he's in the lead, lead for MVP. I can see it. I can see it again. MVP. It's for all those Tom Brady you know, fans out there, you know, they're saying that's blasphemy. No, it's Tom Brady. and This and that. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Mahomes is something special. I mean, he is really something special to watch. You yeah. know, and you got the the no look pass, and you got the the just. I mean, he's just he's just phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. He's everything that's right with the NFL. We talked about the things that were bad with the NFL. But he's everything that's right with the NFL right now, that young man. So, uh, earlier in the week, it was the Panthers losing uh, to Tampa. Uh, people making a big deal about Cam Newton not being able to throw the ball down the field. Nah, I, you know, he's coming off surgery. I, I have to see more. I really have to see more before I, I really start to you know say that maybe he's done and it's just utterly ridiculous i just I just have to see more from cam Newton and Cam Newton is a competitor and he's another just just phenomenal athlete yeah. now is he as accurate as small uh it's amazing he's probably not no he's not but but cam is a gamer you know so uh, to you know, to sit there and say, oh, we're worried about Cam Newton. He's done. Uh, shut your mouths. Let it play out. Let it play out. Tampa, get, Tampa did a good job defensively. Like I said, our old friend Ty Bowles is there running the defense. And other than Greg Olsen, I mean, you have Greg Olsen and Christian McCaffrey, and that's about it. But they need more wide receivers. They they need slot receivers. They need outside receivers. And Cam needs a little help there in Carolina. So, uh, so I, I would relax on that. It's not the end of the world. I don't, I don't think this is the the end of Cam Newton. So, but pretty much that's it for week week number two. Like I said tonight, the Jets versus the Browns. Mayfield (laughs) Baker Mayfield, who's talked a lot of talk has not walked the walk yet, but he's talked a lot of talk. They'll be in MetLife stadium tonight. And, uh, you know, Hey, maybe the jets will give us a good game. You never know on any given Sunday or Monday night, you know, maybe they'll, uh, they'll, they'll make it watchable, you know, uh, next week, uh, We'll have the show on same time. Uh, We're going to do a little baseball. Yeah. Postseason's coming. Yankees. Mets. Trying to make it. Trying to make that run. Uh, We'll see you next week. I'm Face Brown. Thanks for watching. And keep your game face.